0: and welcome to books unbound the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts me it's ariel and me raylene hello hello how was your day you just came off of a week
1: off how are you feeling i mean the week off was fine I was honestly I was kind of stressed about a work thing that came up like right at the end of the day on Friday before I left so mm. I like had this thing in in the head in my head all week long <laughs> and was just like kind of stressing about it and then um it's currently Monday when we're recording right now um we're recording a day later than usual and so like yesterday Sunday was fine until 9:30. I discovered <laughs> I that there was another work problem that um, <gasps> my coworker didn't want to tell me about it in advance because she didn't want me to be worrying about a work thing oh, but I was like nice. shit I was already worried about a different work thing and so I kind of <laughs> had a meltdown last night but everything is fine no. now I went to work and everything got sorted out oh okay but good yeah it was a really stressful stressful a couple of hours for me last night so yikes Yikes! but I'm feeling good now I'm just a little exhausted from all the crying I think I think we've mentioned before that
0: you work at a notary office yeah right? I think people I think so. know that so just for context if people are like what kind of high-pressure job does raylene have pretty high no pressure. pressure we deal it in is. real estate
1: <laughs> and real estate and
0: wills and, yeah. and big money
1: and listen the, the story she tells me <laughs> hoo ha <laughs> <laughs> wow hoo ha is correct it's uh, a much more wild job today although one this is the last thing i'll say about my job for today but my coworker was like i have news it's about rbc and i was like oh my gosh <gasps> rbc is the worst bank to deal with and um oh really basically they That's changed funny. something in their system forgetting mortgage payout statements which doesn't mean anything to anyone but they changed this. something <laughs> to make it Yeah, this is one of my tales you know what this is yeah, one of my yeah, tales. Yeah. and um they they changed something that makes their system so much smoother and better and now i won't have <gasps> to spend two hours on hold with rbc ever again oh, i hope God. so i was like wow my life is so lame that i think this is exciting but it really is exciting
0: <laughs> in the i think it's world. a big deal like i yeah. remember when connor worked at the at the library in british columbia he was a, my boyfriend, he was a library cataloger. I didn't, I didn't clarify for you that he's my boyfriend. I know you know, really. <laughs> I, I kind of know. It's Connor. like the listeners might not know, um but he worked on a system called Voyager, and Ooh. it was like iconically bad like everyone <laughs> hated the system and it was like constantly crashing and like you had to do things in a very specific way like abc if you tried to do something before another thing oh, it would like not save anything oh i like, hate that. oh my god this is a nightmare so i actually totally know what you mean it's like a big deal when those little things get slightly improved no exactly
1: then- it's like if systems are working properly and then like can be working better it's like ooh, that's nice it makes my life so much easier there's so many moving parts in my job that every little thing that can possibly make it easier means so much so Anywho, yeah, that's my dream.
0: spends a lot of time at the bank, which. Not anymore! Honestly. I'm not oh, the receptionist really?
1: anymore, so I don't go to the bank ever.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I remember you being like, you would mess text me between <laughs> banks.
1: <laughs> that's why I don't text you as much anymore during the day. It's because I'm not. You know at what? The I bank. wondered. I wondered, <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> it's not because I'm mad at you or anything, it's just because I'm not <laughs> bored. I am working so hard
0: <laughs> Raylene's moving up in the world ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen mm-hmm. um i had a good and productive day but an exhausting day i woke up uh pretty early for me <laughs> like around 9 30 and i got ready and i went to get my second vaccine Woo! That's exciting. It is really exciting. So me, my brother, and my mom, actually, we all got it at the same time, which is sort of funny. Um, So the Bissettes went to the Legion. We went down to the (laughs) Veteran Hall. I
1: forgot about the Legion.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, got our vaccines and feel great about it. Um, Well, I say that psychologically, (laughs) I feel so... I feel so lucky. I feel like I've spent the whole day thinking about vaccines, of course, and just thinking about how amazing it is that like human beings have basically eradicated polio. And like, you know, I was looking at statistics for tetanus and it's like only like 30 people a year. Which, I mean, any, tri- any death is sad, obviously, but, like, only 30 people a year die from tetanus now, and those people are people that never got the vaccine. Yeah. So, like, we've eradicated all of these diseases and I'm just like, it's am- it's amazing. I know that's so cheesy, <laughs> but it's, it just, like, blows my mind that human beings are so, I feel emotional, <laughs> human beings are, like, so <laughs> smart and clever and that we care enough about each other to sort of be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna make a vaccine. And, like, so yeah anyway I felt really excited when I got it
1: and it hurt though it did hurt I don't I know that's what I hear I don't know what hits different about the second one I when know. it's like I thought it was the exact same thing it but is it always seems to hit different apparently
0: god I read an article about this it was like the first time that you get the vaccine your body does like it sort of like sends out an alert and it's sort of like, oh, okay, whoa, we're se- we're learning new information. And so it sort of hits you, but not that hard. But then the second time it's like, we know how to attack this. Attack, attack, oh, we know this drill. It's stronger. And it's strong I think that's was basically the layman version of it makes or something. Sense. So um but it actually hurt going like the needle hurt. And I I'm oh, I'm not scared of needles. I really don't find them painful, but I actually really noticed this one right away and I was like, oh God, that's a sign of things to come. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then there was like a beautiful three hours where I thought I was gonna be one of the lucky ones because <laughs> I my I, my arm really didn't hurt, and I didn't feel anything. Suffice it to say that did only last three hours, and now I'm in an oh, extreme man. arm pain, and I feel quite tired. Um, but the other thing is, oh God really. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently in the middle of a saga trying to finish. Um, redecorating and renovating my living room. So Mm, the quick version of this tale and I'm going to do a quick version because I'm making a video about it and everyone has to go watch the video. (laughs) (laughs) The quick version is basically that a long time ago in a video I mentioned, somebody asked me like if you could splurge on one item, what would it be? And I mentioned this amazing green couch that was like, it was out of my budget. Maybe if like all I was doing was like you know, getting a couch, I would buy it. But like, mm-hmm. I also have to renovate the entire room. So I can't justify that much of the budget on one thing. So I talked about this beautiful green couch and everyone in the comments was like, that company article, they do sponsorships, reach out to them. And so I did. And they were so nice. And they were like, we'd love to send you a couch. They're Canadian as well, which is really cool. Oh,
1: perfect. I know.
0: And so they were like, it's just on back order. So it's going to be a few months. And I was like, that's fine. Because my I don't have a living room. <laughs> so yeah, that's no problem. Um, Well, one thing led to another and I have to leave in four days (laughs) and I have to finish the living room in four days. So I spent the whole day. Well, honestly, I've spent the last few days and I've been sending Raylene a lot of photos and stuff of me like tearing down the walls and tearing up the floor. And today me and my brother painted the ceiling pink controversial let me tell you controversial my brother <laughs> likes it like it wasn't controversial in my family but i'm just like already the youtube comments are gonna be like what are you doing <laughs> you idiot
1: <laughs> um you know what you should have done to avoid all of this work you should have just put up green screens on all the walls and the floor honestly boom honestly really i'm
0: this close to doing that um <laughs> big, okay the ceiling is now done And two of the walls are easy to do and the floor is basically done. So honestly, I'm so close, but two of the walls are coated in this disgusting glue and it's so hard to scrape it up. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to scrape it. And so it just adds so much freaking work to this thing. Anyways, I, yeah, I worked so hard on that today. And at like four o'clock, I was like, I'm just going to take a little... <laughs> Fell asleep. <laughs> Fell fully asleep <laughs> for three hours and then woke up, had dinner, and then went back to work. And now it's 10 p- 30 p.m., and we're recording the pod um Jesus. i know <laughs> what i'm day. so tired and the vaccine element is like trying to knock me out so anyway it's it's
1: a lot of things all at once it is I'm really a lot proud of, of you for being here with us today
0: <laughs> honestly <laughs> i'm dedicated to the podcast um Hell yeah. I'm, I'm a i'm a big fan of, before we i'm a big fan of our own podcast really um i hope so <laughs> Before I we before I jump us in jump us in push us in whatever I, I've lost all sense of <laughs> decorum here. We're being pushed here. in for sure. Before um we jump into talking about the books, I wanted to do two little housekeeping notes. The first one is we just wanted to thank everyone who has joined our Patreon in the last few weeks. It's been so lovely to see our old patrons stay and our and new patrons join. And we're just really grateful. We love anyone who listens to the podcast, whether you're a casual listener. Um, you just catch the episodes that you ha- think have the best titles. I know you're out there because some of our episodes <laughs> spike. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're one of the people that listens to every single episode and and like you're you just listen to us on your commute and it's just a nice part of your weekend or or whatever. Like it doesn't matter how how deep in you are. If you're just listening, we're really thrilled to have you. But of course, it is really lovely to have the support of our Patreon to make this a more sustainable project. That mm-hmm. you know, I will stay up to ten forty p recording <laughs> <laughs>
1: cuz it's worth exactly.
0: it Exactly <laughs> so the day that this comes out I believe is July 25th and so we, our special offer on Patreon is still coming. So if you join by the end of July on August 1st, we're going to be releasing this mega reading vlog, Books Unbound feature length film movie <laughs> extravaganza. It's a movie. It's a movie. We play Stardew in it, we read Wild together, we watch the movie, we made popcorn, we read a bunch of books and we filmed some cinematic shots Raylene got pretty fruity with her coffee shots, let me tell you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is an interesting way to put it. (laughs) Pretty fruity.
0: So, yeah, there you go. um, We're really excited about that, and it's just a a nice way for us to to do a little special occasion in the year for anyone who wants to support us there. So that's linked in the dis- uh, in the description. <laughs> you can tell it come from YouTube land, come, it's linked in the yep. show notes. And then the other thing is our limited edition mug is available. Oh yeah. So DFDBA is our merch distributor and they made the mug actually good. <laughs>
1: it's very cute now it's like still kind of weird but in a great yeah it's
0: weird <laughs> i mean there was no way he could fully salvage that idea um but he made it like actually really cute and aesthetically pleasing and so if you want to get it it's limited time only it's another cool way to support the pod if you're a patron don't forget you can get a discount for 15 percent off i've posted about that in the patreon so i'm not gonna say it out loud because that would defeat the purpose um but yeah if you if you want to check it out it's it's only gonna happen this one time and i swear to god there's no way we'll ever make them again because they're
1: really goofy (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll have like potentially a more normal mug someday down the road but if you want this very special weird specific one that will never exist anywhere else then there you go yes exactly so that is also Linked in the show notes.
0: All right, Raylene, it's now time for us to talk about some books. Yeah. The point of the podcast, I it guess. isn't. It isn't notaries unbound, Raylene,
1: uh, and like <laughs> woodworkers unbound. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shoot okay where do we usually begin these things we begin them
1: with what we finished is there anything you finished that you would like to talk about well it's funny that you should ask because i um i did finish a book and you also finished this book so i think we should do a little discussion for the people that book is wild by cheryl strade wild wild Mm. Wild. it was tiny beautiful things it was wild it was wild, yeah. It was, it was uh, more great. wild than Tiny Beautiful Things, some might say.
0: For sure, I could imagine, like for example, with uh, with Tiny Beautiful Things, I really did imagine her like writing it on a laptop in her office. Yeah. Whereas Wild, you're like,
1: we're in the wilderness. It really felt like you were with her. Like I, yeah. She must yeah. have taken such good notes because while reading the book, I was like, I she like has su- such good descriptions of like mm-hmm. the way she was feeling at any given moment and the places she was and the people she met and they influenced the story and like her journey so much all of those little yeah. things so it was really really well crafted i personally really loved the book i would give it I five really stars liked it too. i just i'm obsessed with it i really want her to come out with a million non-fiction books i want her to do lots of crazy things and write me memoirs because i just want to read memoirs by her i know she has a novel and i know she has another little nonfiction book a little green one Yeah. But I don't know. That seems more motivational, and I don't know if I really care. But. I'll probably end up reading it anyway because I love Cheryl so much. I'm just obsessed with her as a person and I want to I learn more. It was so funny. When we first started reading the book, Ariel started sending me pictures of Cheryl like with her backpack and like Cheryl yeah. when she's hiking and I was like, oh, it felt so good to be able to like visualize actual Cheryl and not Reese Witherspoon while reading the book.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I really agree with that. I love the book too. I don't know. When I finished it, I was sort of like, I think I think four out of five, but every day that passes, I'm like, maybe five out of five i don't know we'll see in a couple of weeks i'll let everyone know but either way it was a great book and you really i mean yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. i really enjoyed it and i absolutely recommend it to everyone i was really i was thinking about it and i was just it was inspirational but not in a cheesy way totally yeah like when i finished it i was so proud of her i was like wow you've gone through a lot of shit <laughs> mm-hmm. I realized we're allowed to swear on our own podcast I know we can do whatever the hell we want, man. <laughs> we're free. <laughs> but yeah, like I realized I was really proud of her. She'd gone through so much stuff, and I thought it was so, so awesome that she had decided to do something and then she showed the discipline that it takes to actually do that thing. Yeah. I think I'm very impressed by discipline. Um, just generally Mm. but basically basically like her deciding to go on that walk and then you know she definitely wavered like there was times where she was like you know maybe i'll bail
1: (laughs) but like anyone
0: anyone would i think it would be insane if she was like i never want to quit this is easy 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 easy.
1: and fine (laughs) yeah and i
0: really liked that there was kind of this really realistic obviously it's realistic because it was a real person but still like realistic and attainable level of she did a lot of things right like she went to the it seemed like she was going to the camping store like every other day and she was like talking to all of the people being like i'm gonna do this hike i need a stove what kind of stove like she did all that sort of stuff right but then on the other hand she was totally inexperienced so she didn't like pack her backpack right or and her boots or, were like, too small. She, exactly so stuff like that so it was cool to be able to see her learning and maturing as a hiker and as a person it was just mm-hmm. such a good blend like it's really cheesy but on the back of the book or maybe the front i left it upstairs (laughs) god damn it i'm too tired to go up (laughs) i don't have (laughs) any. before i started recording the pod i had to set everything up and i realized i was getting a headache and i was like okay i need tylenol and i was like hmm i am not willing to go up and down the stairs.
1: (laughs) You'd rather have a headache? That's how tired you are? Oh my God. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no, Don't get me wrong, (laughs) really. Okay, I was like, Louise, go to sleep, woman. I called my boyfriend and I told him to tell my brother because... (laughs) because Connor's they were here. playing they were playing video games oh, together funny. over the phone and so i was like tell cj to bring me pills and he was like okay that's so funny <laughs> and i got them hand delivered. i've got
1: a support system over here really i love that you didn't Anyways. just call cj who was in the same house as you well i texted him <laughs> but he did not reply okay okay this it makes sense <laughs> sometimes people are unreliable it's true
0: CJ's never unreliable. He was just deep in the game, you know? (laughs) Here's a sidetrack for everyone. Me, my boyfriend, and and my brother have gone really deep into Rocket League. Uh, On the surface, perhaps the dumbest game I've ever played. It's (laughs) soccer, but you're a car. (laughs) Even saying it just sounds so dumb. And it flies, too. Oh, yeah, the car flies, of course. Um, But, like... It's just a kind of a fun party game, like similar to the way that Mario Kart is fun. Like you're just driving around really insane tracks. Uh, Rocket League is fun because we get to play together and it's like a very simple, straightforward... It's mm-hmm. just soccer. So anyway, we've been having a blast with that. What the hell was I talking about with Wild? So anyway, I'm really proud of her. I'm really inspired by her. I think that I just am really impressed by her journey and I, and I loved seeing her grow and, and I loved she's funny she's sarcastic she really was vulnerable which Mm -hmm. is what really impressed me about tiny beautiful things right it was so awesome to see how vulnerable and open she was to talking about everything and any nothing's off limits which she doesn't owe anyone do you know what
1: i mean by that Mm -hmm. like she doesn't have to be that she could have kept things hidden and nobody would have ever known and, it yeah, and no have, one like, changed... would have ever blamed her yeah exactly like and we wouldn't have known any different but now like she tells us every bad thing she's ever done basically like, she just lays it all out there and she's like this is who yeah. i am like right. this is i mean and yeah. it, i think it helps with um seeing her journey to like you know the end of the hike and like her thought the way she thinks about herself is different and the way she thinks about other people is different and mm-hmm. um so i think knowing the whole story does help like kind of make that little bit more powerful but she could have like you said she could have just like left some things out and we would have never known and it would have been fine it would have still
0: been a great book all of the heroin stuff for example she really didn't have to put it in there do you know what i mean like you know you we already understand that her mother has passed away her marriage is really suffering and she's like cheating and, and sleeping with other men um which is very unhealthy for her and she knows she's unhappy about it and Mm. and then she has to get um or she like has yeah has to get an abortion and so so, like all of those things That was enough like you didn't have to also tell me that you did get stuck on heroin for a while yeah but i'm glad you did because it makes sense to me and it really shows how the the lows that you that she reached exactly um i don't think i could ever publish
1: a memoir like that oh no never there's so <laughs> really, many things like, of that not. <laughs> i'm like i i could never be vulnerable with 10 people let alone like millions well, of at, people or yeah at this of point like 10
0: million po- people or whatever have bought that book let alone watch the movie um yeah i just think it's the kind of thing that i could write well i say that i don't mean like the quality of writing because her quality of writing was insane i just mean like i could write that kind of thing but then i'd be like
1: publish this once i die like i don't want to know
0: the i don't want to know what people think about me
1: (laughs) you know know exactly it's too personal that's like publishing a memoir is like seems like such a scary thing to me
0: yeah because you know there's obviously different types of memoirs like some of them are like about a specific event and they're like this is my 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 life uh for example haruki Murakami's memoir Mm. is sort of just about him running and it doesn't really like talk about his partner or his kids or whatever there's a lot exempt from that book there's a lot that's exempt but it just really hones in on one thing um so you know there's like that kind of memoir that maybe i could do but i'm just like she laid it all out and i think that's so cool um i did want to take this little opportunity to share another little tale that's just that i got to meet cheryl Strait a couple years ago oh my god actually I have an even funnier version of this tale, really. A funny... An update happened last night. What? No way. I know. This is good stuff. (laughs) So I've been very, very lucky to be on this YouTube Originals show called BookTube, which... We'll talk about the name another time. Um, (laughs) The name doesn't make sense (laughs) at all. It's the name of a community. What are you talking about? But regardless, I got to do three different episodes. And one of them, I got to interview... I was part of like a little book club. But I got to interview Margaret Atwood and the host was Cheryl Strait, which I just so thought cool. was so absolutely insane because I'm like, you could just do a Cheryl Strait episode. Yeah, like, like cool. hosted by a more less giant do, do person. All of the
1: episodes have like a celebrity host or like a Yeah, like
0: host? when when I did Michelle Obama that now I sound like a snooty piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry everyone
1: <laughs> That was me. When well, I interviewed
0: means- Michelle Obama, um John Green did right. it. So they do. They get like these big hosts. When I did the Bill Gates one, they didn't have another person because that one was virtual, right and they, right. so they had to kind of change the the version of it. So but you for were all of the other ones. I was. <laughs> I was the star. Really, and it was me. It was you. um They brought <laughs> you in. But yeah, so um we did the Margaret Atwood one, and that was in dallas texas which feels very strange to me because obviously margaret atwood's canadian i'm canadian and why did we both fly down for friggin' dallas well it was she was on her book tour all of these happen like it, they get them they get these authors when they've just released a new book Aww. it's just one of the nights of their book tour anyway, oh, these cool. are all fu- fun behind the scenes facts raylene very uh nice. <laughs> opening the curtain here for everyone <laughs> so anyways i uh yeah that was a very weird, funny experience because it was so last minute and and I was asked to do it, and I think partly they wanted me because I'm Canadian and I could talk to Margaret Atwood about that, yeah um but like they asked me really really late, really last minute, but which isn't their fault like it's it all happens constantly that's showbiz really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish you guys could see the little hand motion Ariel just did. It was like a, oh, hello, I'm fancy <laughs> hand motion. I see. I hope everyone knows
0: I'm deeply poking fun at myself here. But <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was last minute. And so it, it, because of a series of uh, pre-described uh, d- events, I was in Greece re and like this beautiful beach with my friend Momo, who I love. And we were just on this beach and we would like order whatever spaghetti on the beach it was kind of a hilarious like we were like tropical vacationing Spaghetti's really not a, a, a staple of a tropical vacation but you live and you, you live and you love but yeah anyway i was on the beach reading The Handmaid's Tale and then reading The Mm Testaments because I wanted to, like, be fully prepped for it. it was just so jarring to, like, be reading something so depressing and trying to plow (laughs) through it and on a beach. And anyway, I then flew to Dallas. And because Cheryl Strayed was technically the host, she was in the green room while we were in the green room. It was like the YouTubers came in first, us little (laughs) plebs. And then Cheryl Strayed arrived, like, 20 minutes beforehand. And then we were all in place when Margaret Atwood arrived. Very cool. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, in the green room, Cheryl Strayed was so nice. I cannot emphasize enough how lovely she is she's a beautiful person she made me feel like i mattered she was super friendly and we were all kind of laughing in the green room and she didn't feel fake or like she wasn't actually listening and i remember i she was like how do you feel about your questions and i was like i'm struggling actually with this one question and she was like what if you asked it like this and i was like that's a great suggestion cheryl straight i love that thank (laughs) you she's wonderful um yeah and then when we all recorded, she was very like making sure we all talked and super nice and um i s I had this really cool moment where I got to I, I think I went off book at this point. it was my second or third I've done four episodes, oh, oh my god my I'm spoiled god. rotten <laughs> I'm spoiled rotten anyway, this was my third one that I'd done, and because of that, i was get i was feeling a lot more confident being able to kind of insert additional questions, yeah um and so I was sort of was like. I'll just add this question in about how did growing up in the woods affect your writing of this book it was more in-depth than that and they did fully cut it out so there you go (laughs) um but yeah like i asked margaret atwood that and cheryl strayed was like i also grew up in the woods which now i know because i read wild Mm -hmm. and margaret atwood was like where did you grow up (laughs) i was like i also grew up in the woods and she was like where and i was like um yeah in ontario and she was like where and i was like (laughs) outside of kingston and she was like looking me dead in the eye she's like where
1: i was like joyce ma'am i'm sorry i didn't she knows you can't
0: just dodge her
1: canadian questions exactly
0: she freaking knew um but it was such a cool moment and even though it's like not in the in the video or anything it like lives in my head as a really lovely moment and it was just I really loved Cheryl Strayed like I just liked hanging out with her and Mm -hmm. um it added to the reading of the book do you know what I mean because when I was reading it I was like I know how she turns out she turns into a beautiful person that I'm going to meet 25 years after this book is written (laughs) whoa inception (laughs) yeah so she signed my book Margaret Atwood signed my copy of The Handmaid's Tale that's That's pretty freaking cool that is pretty cool I feel like that's like a Canadian. Like I could put that in a museum.
1: Oh, 100 percent.
0: Also, at that point, I will have published some pretty epic and inc- incredible Canadian novels. So it will have like <laughs> double meaning. It will be like, look, the famous novelist Ariel Bisset signed a copy by the other really giant famous Canadian novelist. Margaret now, when Outlaw. you die.
1: That book is going to be worth like millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Anyways, the other thing we kind of talked about, Raylene, was uh, the movie. We didn't. It, we didn't. Love it.
1: Right? Yeah, I like I liked it. it, but it was just lacking in a lot of ways because the book was so in Cheryl's head, and you really got to know every little thing that was going on with her. Like she talks about. All of like the things that are hurting on her body and like all the weird encounters she has with animals and every single person she meets along the way and like how they influence her journey. Whereas in the movie, most of that was cut out because obviously time, it has to be a two hour long movie. So there's not enough time for all of these side characters and all of these little things. But it just... It just felt like it was too quick. It didn't feel as meaningful. Um, Mm -hmm, And we've talked mm -hmm. about this a bit, but it it didn't seem like there was a solid reason for her to be taking the hike in the first place. The way the movie is set up, it literally, I think, was 50 minutes into the movie before you found out that her mom died. And that's like... Yeah, that was weird. It was so weird. And that's kind of like the catalyst for a lot of the things that happened exactly. you know like her exactly. going on drugs and you know all the things that happened she spirals out because her mom died exactly. and we didn't even learn that until halfway through the movie so it just felt so disjointed it didn't make yeah. any sense and it just i didn't care as much i i completely agree with that and i think i think part of it i think we were
0: talking about this really in a, in a different episode but like how weird it is when you're listening to a non-fiction like audio book memoir and it isn't the author that reads it and it's like really trippy because you're sort of like okay it's it's like the person is telling me their life story and it's emotional and powerful but it's not them reading it Mm -hmm. like it's just there's like a cognitive dissonance i think that sort of happened with reese witherspoon where i was like I wish somehow Cheryl Strayed was starring in this movie. I know. I wish like, that
1: it was her. I want to see her doing I it. I want to watch a documentary. I wish that she had filmed a documentary oh, yeah. about her hiking Wow. With yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. but it was the 90s, she been... didn't even have a phone. she I know. And <laughs> thank God. I know. Imagine time. what
0: a different story that would be. It would be a worser story, for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah i I really agree with that at the end of the movie whereas like at the end of the book i felt like wow i just went on this huge journey with cheryl i'm so proud of her i really learned so much blah 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 at the end of the movie i sort of felt like okay (laughs) like that was sort of it i was like oh okay cool yeah i'm glad she finished that seemed really hard yeah um but it didn't hit me with the same with the same impact but there you go so raylene and i have a couple more buddy reads that we want to do Ooh. over the next few months yes. tokyo ueno station a book you're gonna haul today <laughs> we'll mention <it laughs> in a <the> moment <laughs> um but it was fun to get to talk in depth about a book on the podcast together you
1: know yeah so- it's nice to have read it around the same time so it's fresh in both of our memories both of us remember everything that happened and all of our feelings yeah. are still on the surface that wow. was really fun we'll definitely that's, have to do this again we should make um like bi-monthly buddy reads a thing yeah or something like that yeah we'll fun. just choose really short books
0: and then i will actually do it <laughs> yeah that's a good plan <laughs>
1: all right well we
0: should talk about what we're currently reading but i want to jump into the book haul and i'm in charge today so fuck it
1: we're going to the book haul <laughs> this just got crazy i'm on a roller coaster ride and i can't get off <laughs>
0: i'm just like the maniac carnival ro- uh, lady who's like got my i've got the joystick and this
1: car this roller coaster is not stopping today really it's true i also kind of am picturing you like bo burnham in welcome to the internet you're like this little crazy circus conductor right. person that's Um, exactly right welcome to the podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) take a look around
1: can we just turn this into a musical podcast maybe um okay well book haul did you have something to haul or shall i just dive right in i have two things Mm. in fact
0: um, but I feel like I just t- told a life story over there and I need to recover. So you go ahead and yeah, do your book. <laughs> I also
1: have lots of lots of books, yeah, yeah, yeah. as you know. Um, <laughs> I've already leaked it to Ariel. Um, so <laughs> basically, I have a couple of waves of this book haul. One of the waves is when I went um, thrift shopping. Mm. So um, we'll start there. I also bought some new books. <laughs> so we'll save that for the end. I'll keep you guys waiting a little bit longer. So I, um, yeah, I went thrift shopping. During my week off, I basically spent a couple of hours on one day i was like you know what i'm gonna
0: I go. you were gonna say like i spent a couple
1: hundred dollars no, 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 no. i spent like 20 dollars top so that's because i went to value village i got some really yeah. cheap books at other stores but value village is expensive as heck so i got five books there but it cost me it really cost me um so yeah so first off i got anxious people by frederick bachman which is exciting that's his newest yeah. book and um earlier this year was it this year was it last year i think it was this year i read bear town and the sequel to bear town and i really enjoyed both of them um hashtag
0: Beartown. yeah i just love that name that's like uh time cat Bear town
1: yeah beartown is really good so i was like you know what i would like to read his newest book it kind of gets more mixed reviews than beartown and like his other books but whatever i don't care it was it was cheap enough at a thrift store so i decided to pick it up and give it a try and that one seems kind of cool it's about like a bunch of people who don't know each other who then get stuck in like a bank robbery type of situation Whoa! and um so it's all these people who don't know each other like being scared together and i'm like that's fun that seems like a good place to bond and um, meet new people so, <laughs> I, all of his books are set in like
0: mid like small towns right i
1: think so for the most part yeah, yeah or at least small communities like they focus yeah. on kind of like a person and their neighbor or a person and their grandma so it, they're all kind of like tight-knit which i think is cool Wait, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what happened stop the presses I forgot to give you the cool new update that happened about me meeting Cheryl. Yeah, Frank. I was kind of
1: wondering if there was more to your story because I've heard that
0: there. Story. W- well, there was one little factor. Uh, last night, I found out that the that the show, book, the booktube YouTube original uh-huh. show, was nominated for an Emmy. What? So I have now starred in an Emmy nomination.
1: <laughs> How is that even? what <laughs> under what
0: category <laughs> oh i forget hold on i have it right here it was like um children's non-fiction or something like that like courtney cox apparently made a documentary too she what? was in the same category <laughs> that is so funny like what? children's
1: and lifestyle i don't know what that means so if they'll I'm... like announce that on stage at the emmys they'll be like oh uh, well because YouTube of COVID." <laughs> yeah
0: i mean because of covid it was online and i will say that the show did not win damn it but it doesn't matter i was in an emmy nominated television so
1: cool man (laughs) you are an actual superstar right now dumb it's like how did this happen Uh, i have no idea sorry okay back to the book haul back to the book haul back to the more important thing i don't care that you're an emmy nominated actress it's whatever
0: um i literally i texted the producers who i absolutely love these two wonderful women i texted them and i was like does this mean you can introduce me to anya Taylor pretty please they they uh
1: they laughed but they did not say yes so
0: (laughs) this was not my way in i'll find a way you'll
1: find a way i know that you will if you can meet michelle obama and talk to her you are going to meet anya taylor joyce (laughs) some way or another I don't know how, but it's going to happen. Okay, the next book that I got at the thrift store was Ask Again Yes by Mary Beth Keen, And Mm -hmm. this one has been on my radar for a while. It keeps popping up. I keep seeing it at new bookstores and I like almost buy it every Ah. single time. But I was like, I Ah. just don't know. I just don't know. And then I saw it at the thrift store and was like, well... this is my chance I have to buy it it's so cheap yeah yeah. and um yeah I don't really know too much about this one I know it's kind of Celeste Ng-esque where it's like a small town and it's about families and you know the way that neighbors interact with their neighbors and something stressful probably happens to kind of kick off the plot and I am always looking for more stuff like that I really enjoy that type of contemporary fiction um I like for it to have a solid plot no, you know as a backbone yeah and, you read um
0: you read little fires everywhere yes yeah? yeah
1: did you read the other one yeah i read i read her other book first actually and i liked oh. it more oh yeah everything i never again? everything i never told you yeah that's that's it that it it. took me a second i haven't to come back
0: i haven't read that i read little fires everywhere and i liked it but i wasn't I wasn't enamored with it. Yeah. But everyone's so obsessed with Celeste Ng and she does seem very cool. So I highly recommend check out the first one.
1: Yeah. Everything I never told you is more kind of close knit. It's about a family Mm. and you don't really go outside of the family that much. Cool. So it definitely has a different vibe. And it takes place in the seventies. It's very cool. Mm. It's a very cool book. Um I really want to read it again, actually, but anywho. Moving on to book number three. I got, (laughs) this is like the longest book haul ever. Um, I got Prozac Nation by Elizabeth Wurtzel which right. is one that's been on my radar for a while and I already told Ariel this but I had a psychic moment um <laughs> with this book because I went I went to four thrift stores at the first bookstore or thrift store I saw a book that like made me think of Prozac Nation for some reason and I was like man wouldn't it be cool if I found this book today and then I didn't find it at that store didn't find it at the next one but at the third one I found it I locked eyes with it and was like are you kidding me and um <laughs> it was crazy the same thing happened yesterday I went to another thrift store with my friend and I had a feeling that she was going to find the Stepford Wives and then she did it was so weird oh there you go yeah i'm like i don't know i don't, don't want to say what i am a little bit psychic um anyway so Could yeah you
0: uh please manifest a first edition signed animal farm for I like to, i have to be to there, there with dollars. you i have oh, to okay, three I, yeah, that's fair.
1: <laughs> I, I can't do that all i can do is have a feeling and either the feeling's there or it's not so i get it no that's so fair, sorry that's but fair. i'll i'll do my best um yeah prozac nation is a memoir that's kind of like i don't know if it's along the same lines as like a girl interrupted type of vibe but it is like a mental health related memoir um Mm -hmm. about being young and depressed in america i believe is kind of the (laughs) subtitle of the book so that seems really interesting to me i'm into that kind of stuff um yeah i'm interested in like psychology but i I'm not cool enough to actually study it. I just want to read books about it. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's totally fair. Yeah. You can be totally It's It's like a low-key auto- interest.
0: Autodidact—you can learn about it yourself. You don't need the damned
1: institution exactly. to tell you about it. <laughs> so, anyway, I just think that that book will be potentially very interesting for me. And then, oh, here's where things go a little funny. I got a <laughs> it's because I, I bought books that I already have, and let me tell you why. Um, I got Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain, which I did haul maybe like a couple of months ago. But the copy that I found originally at a different thrift store was a UK edition, and we don't we don't really like UK editions so much unfortunately Listen. sorry
0: it it's a hard life because a lot of the time the UK edition is they're more prettier. beautiful I know so sometimes sometimes I'm willing to make that sacrifice yeah. but the stiffness of a British book I'm not I'm not leaning into a metaphor here about the British people <laughs> I don't know about the British people well I sort of do maybe it makes a little sense actually <laughs> but all I'm saying is the stiffness of a British book is unpleasant as hell to read mm-hmm. it's just. It doesn't feel as luxurious and um, soft.
1: Yeah, this book has much better flop. The pages are nicer. And it doesn't hurt for me to hold it. Like, it doesn't hurt my soul for me to hold it in my hands. So so I got that. I... Also picked up another copy of A Manual for Cleaning Women by Lucia Berlin, and that is simply because it was in nicer condition. And um, yeah, I will be gifting my slightly less nice copy to Ariel the next time we get together. I'm going to bring it. I and get hand her it to you.
0: Scraps. Yeah, you get my I'm scraps like with the
1: nice sun faded spine. It's really cute. <laughs> I'm like her, her younger sister. I just get the old clothes. <laughs> but yeah, that one is a short story collection, and. I believe it's translated man I don't have it in front of me right now so I am bad information but yeah it's a short story collection that has many many short stories which I think is really fun sometimes short story collections are like 10 kind of like longish stories yeah but this one has over 40 stories so I'm like what I think that's so interesting like being able to put put really interesting stuff into really tiny stories That's cool I dig that so I picked up a nicer copy of that because I had to and then I also got this cool... Did you hear that,
0: everyone? She had to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, listen, I'm doing a book haul right now, and I'm not even telling you all of the books I bought, so... <laughs> I know you're not. <laughs> I know. Uh, like, sometimes I have to keep something secret, um, because I just don't want you to shame me more than you already do. Um, but I did get a copy of "Raise High the Roof Beam Carpenters and see more An in Introduction by J.D. Salinger which um I just felt like I needed I picked up mm-hmm. 9 stories by him like a month ago and so now I have yeah. I have a collection like I have 4 of his books and totally. um I've only read one or two, but I have enjoyed them immensely. So you know what? I'm gonna get another one. I'm now on a hunt to get all of his books. So yeah, totally. I don't. I don't know how many more books he has, but I feel like I'm getting close. So yeah, nine I mean, I picked story- that up, and I can only. I can only think of those
0: four: Catcher in the Rye, Nine Stories, The Raise the Roof, or whatever, and <laughs> Franny and Zoe. Uh, Franny and Zoe. I own those four so I can't there's, maybe that's why I there's got to be
1: another and I just can't think of what it is anyhow someone will probably tell us but <laughs> that's just the first part of my book haul do you want to jump in and do your book haul then I can finish it off or are you okay. happy for me to keep talking because I don't
0: no, know sure sure we'll do a we'll do a break I'm really curious what you got um okay the first one I swore to god was right next to me and now I don't <laughs> see it oh no wait here it is so this is very exciting. This is a book we talked about earlier in the year. Um, we talked about it quite a bit because we both read it and we both really liked it. Am I crazy? Did you read it, *Delicates* by Brenna Thumler? No, no I you don't. You haven't have a read copy. it yet. I- I don't have
1: it, and yeah. um, maybe I'll have to borrow it from you next time I come out. Yeah, or, uh, th- first time I. Th- we out. had
0: a little bit of a mix-up because I think we were supposed to we were supposed to get it, and then it didn't arrive. And I was like, you know what? I really want a copy of this book. Not only do I want to support Brenna Thumler, not only did I love it, and and uh, do I think her art is just so beautiful. So mm-hmm. those were all already good reasons, but the big reason, Mm-mm-mm. ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, welcome to a bucket list dream achieved. I am on the back of the book as an official blurb lady. <laughs> That's what they're called, <laughs> right, Raylene? Blurb ladies? Of course. Um, what else did you call them? So before the book was published, Brenna reached out to me and she was very friendly and she was like, you're such a big supporter of my books. I'd love if you would read an early copy. And so she sent me like a, you know, like an ebook version oh yeah yeah. so i read that and and then she was like if you would like to send me some blurbs that would be really cool we could use it for promotion and she's like i can't promise that they'll get used and i was like i don't even care i'm (laughs) thrilled to just even if i just send them to brenna for her to know how much i love her stuff it was already fulfilling enough but um i mean what can i say they ended up using it baby um that's so cool yeah so i've never done a blur before and i've always thought they were very mysterious and like i didn't know how they happened um how yeah how people got them or anything and it turns out it really is just like the author and the publicist reaching out to people that the author kind of knows and being like um you know brenna has a new book out wanna would you like to read and and potentially blurb it and so they just kind of i think they just see who responds and then use the the ones that fit the best and here i am number two uh on the list of six on the back of the book i just can't believe it (laughs) like ever since i was a teen i was like how do people do this? I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So it is a very cool thing. It's really, really, really cool. And especially for it to be on a book that I really like and an author that I really love. It just feels awesome. So I I didn't know exactly what to do. So I wrote five different blurbs and mm. I sent them to her. And I was like, use whichever one you like. If you want to take one sentence from one of them and use it on another sentence, like, I don't care. Mix mash, do whatever you want. And this is the one they went with. <clears throat> Quote, I wish Brenna Thumbler would illustrate my life. I'd be lucky to live in such a well-loved and breathtaking world. Thummler's storytelling burns bright. <laughs> there I am. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> 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 Thanks, man. So the other funny thing is I did not know what to give myself as a title so mm. i'm sure people recognize this like blurbs the the classic format is they put the quotation marks and they put the blurb and then underneath they have a dash and then the author's name and then a comma and then what that ought au- like what that person is so mm-hmm. for example it says the other people that blurb this book Keezy Young, creator of Taproot, which is a really big webcomic. Uh, Kayla Miller, creator of the Click series. (laughs) Are you detecting a trend? Kat Lake, creator of Snapdragon. Suzanne Walker, writer of Mooncakes. And I was like, ah, Christ. I don't know what to do here. I don't know what I'm supposed to put. I really, really didn't want to put just like YouTuber because that's not how I think of myself. And yeah. Um, it's so vague that I don't really feel like it means anything. Mm -hmm. I did actually consider putting co-host of books unbound podcast that would have been cool. i should have done that i think i think next time i'll do that <laughs> but like i also felt sort of like i'm only the co-host so is that kind of weird and it's not like yeah. it didn't feel like a biggest it's not like a big established podcast that like millions of people listen to it's it not might be like
1: what is that you know what i mean it's
0: not like ariel <laughs> beset uh, co-host of npr like like it just doesn't i'm like what does that mean so, God, I struggled. Guys, I, I really struggled. And this is like a larger problem in my in my entire life. Literally earlier today, somebody emailed me. And they're like, when we introduce you tomorrow, uh, what what bio would you like us to say? And I'm like, yeah. oh, Christ, I don't know. <laughs> say what you feel, because I don't know what I feel. <laughs> but anyway, what I went with was just Ariel Bissett, comma, book reviewer. It felt the most honest. It felt mm-hmm. the most encompassing that's what I re- kind of do on YouTube it's what I kind of do on this podcast it's what I kind of do in other places it's yeah, the that reason that I went to school for like I did my undergrad and my master's in English lit so that I could talk about books more interestingly you know what I mean so like it feels like it is what I am right now but I it is kind of like an inspirational push because I wish it said Ariel Bassett, writer of X um, yeah
1: one day. So that's my next goal. You could have written Ariel Bassett Writer of Unpublished Stories. <laughs> <laughs> of Things Yet To Come. Yeah. Um okay, hold on. Now I'm trying to
0: reach the other book. The other book arrived in the mail today. Heck yeah. Is it an unboxing? Uh no, cuz I didn't I didn't wait. <laughs> Darn. I do Everyone can hear me reaching into the package here though. I was sent Crying in H Mart by <gasps> Michelle Zonner. It's this is the UK
1: cover. Oh version. yeah, I have seen that because I wanted to order it for myself, and then I was like, I don't like it as much as the hardcover, so I chose not.
0: Yeah, to. I really, really like the US America North American I guess edition of it, mm-hmm. um but I didn't have a copy of it. And when the publicist at Picador, when they reached out to me and they're like, Hey, we have this book. Do you want it? I was like actually yeah i'd
1: love that and i really do love mm. reading a paperback
0: more than i love
1: reading anything, oh yeah paperbacks so. are way better funny story actually i did just get a copy of that book as well i already read it but i listened to it on audiobook yeah i remember and um i managed to track down a used copy of it at wow. a local used bookstore so i own it now and it's very oh nice there's a little, it's one of my favorite books i've read so far a little this year
0: photograph of her oh, in my the God. front it's a picture she's so cute um i, I think this is going to be a really cool book and I actually looking at the back of it it seems like they're going to publish it in hardcover in the UK and that this is like a proof coffee copy cuz look it's like oh, red weird. um so I don't know I got something a little weird here but apparently in the UK <laughs> it comes out August 2021
1: um Oh interesting
0: so there you go I'm excited about this one it's like I already thought it sounded cool but then once you reviewed it and you really liked it it made me really excited It was incredible it. Yeah I think the the first line of it is really good. The first line says, Ever since my mom died, I cry in H Mart. Oof. Great first line. Yeah. Compelling. It's very... All right. Those are my yes, two indeed. books, what did?
1: What else did you get? Well, gosh, I have three more, oh so my God. I, um, <laughs> I'll try and zip through them. So I, um, I got three books. I just decided I needed new books. You know, sometimes that feeling just hits you. You know, you're having a really hard day or whatever, and you're like, I just need to buy some books to make myself feel better. It was one of those days. I've been um, there. I've been there. Yeah, and plus, I had three books that I have absolutely been like dying to buy um so the first one i got is the elephant vanishes by haruki murakami yeah this book i have been wanting to collect murakami in a general sense for a while um but i've really been wanting to get this book ever since i found out that um it's a short story collection for context the story there's a story in this collection that was adapted into the movie Burning and I loved that movie mm-hmm. so I ever since that moment like one I've been dying to read books that are anything like that movie I've been wanting to watch more movies that are anything like that movie and um so far I haven't really found much <laughs> so mm. um if anybody has recommendations please tell me but anyway one one good place to start is the source material for the movie so I decided to just Go all in and buy the book, finally, because I haven't been able to find it anywhere. Totally. So I ordered a new copy of that, and then I picked up The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green, because I've been hearing so many good things about it. I love John Green. I've read every single one of his books, so why would i stop now i mean i was planning on reading it i was just going to get it from the library because i was trying to be good but the wait at the library is so long oh i bet and i I know that i'm gonna love it i know i'm gonna want to have it on my shelf anyway so i was like you know what i may as well just get it the one problem with this that i um kind of was ignoring when i bought the book is that it's a hardcover so i do need to read it soon I know right um, for fear of punishment
0: Raylene told me she got that and I was like it's a
1: hardcover
0: and you were like <laughs> say what <laughs> I was like yeah I was kind of like intending to cover.
1: maybe read it later maybe save it for a rainy day when I want something really nice do a purposeful mashed potato mm. um a purposeful mashed potato. <laughs> but you know actually actually no this is
0: a perfect moment CJ who edits the pod my best friend my brother he came to me with an idea Oh he was like Ariel. I think there's a new concept emerging on Books Unbound, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Go on, and he was like, "It's very similar to mashed potato books, yeah. mashed potatoes, but it's a little bit different. Different, okay. and he calls it chipmunk books. <laughs> <laughs> what that so the mean? you know how a chipmunk, I guess." I don't think, actually, I'm like, aren't, maybe chipmunks are a very Canadian, North American American thing, but, like, chipmunks run around all day collecting nuts and putting them in their little cheeks, and yeah. they just, they don't plan on eating them right now. They're collecting <laughs> them. They're collecting them, and then oh they hide God. them in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sort of, like, what you're saying, like, it's like a purposeful mashed potato book. You're like
1: I I I know I'm going to read it. I'm not necessarily planning on reading it soon, although I probably will now. Yeah. But um it's cuz I like I know I'm going to love it. And I guess that's kind of what we do with classics a lot. That's too. exactly like, that's what I was going to say. It's sort of like with the intention of reading it one day.
0: A chipmunk book it is probably going to become a mashed potato book, right? Yeah. But it's the more active, present in the now th- action of buying That's a book you don't movie, intend yes. to read very soon. A mashed potato book is a book you haven't read in, like, a long time. Yes, so it's, exactly. it had to wait a while to become a mashed potato book. So I think yeah. it's time we start putting that in the Books Unbound lexicon. Chipmunk Absolutely. Books. Yeah, this is a chipmunk <laughs> book for me for sure. <laughs> also, Absolutely. chipmunks are so cute. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm imagining a chipmunk book. Like a
1: chipmunk reading a book on a pin.
0: I need to stop okay, with my with cute. my merch ideas. To stop,
1: but, um, <laughs> that brings me to another like I have a chipmunk related story that's very short. What? The other day I was oh, driving party. to a mountain to go on a hike, <laughs> yeah. and a little chipmunk ran out into the street, no. and I had to slam on my brakes so I wouldn't run him over. But he was so small, he oh, was like this big, he was a little mouse. He was the tiniest little guy, and I almost didn't see him. And there was this car zooming around oh, like boy. behind me, and I was like, I don't care if I get rear-ended. <laughs> <laughs> I need to save this chipmunk. So um, it was all fine. No, it nothing bad. That happened. I had a similar, well, I say similar,
0: deeply terrifying critter story. Yesterday, I was, I don't want to go into how exhausted I was, but I was very exhausted. I was kind of having a rough time. It sounds like you and me both had rough nights last night. I really did. But like I had a rough night. I finally was like, you know what? It's time to just try and sleep. It's time to end this day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I go to sleep and I fell asleep, but it was like early sleep. You know, I'd only been asleep like 15, 20 minutes. It wasn't, I wasn't deep away yet but i was like slightly in a dream or something i feel something on my face okay (laughs) and i it was one of those things where i was like is that in the dream or in reality and i start slapping my own face (laughs) i start slapping my face i'm like no no and i wake myself up by slapping myself in the face and then again this is one of these moments where i'm like so impressed with The human capacity to see in the dark i i (laughs) i look down at my sheets and i feel that i sensed something at a certain location and it was like fucking spider-man i just went (laughs) which i had something i felt in the pinch of my fingers i snap on my light in my hand a dead spider
1: oh no a spider attacked
0: me in the night raylene at least it was
1: dead but that's also
0: bad it was just bad it was was dark and horrible but i was victorious because of my (laughs) spidey senses (laughs) all right
1: that's hilarious what was the other book? okay i have one more book (laughs) and this is the um the uh aforementioned book that we're going to buddy read hopefully this summer sometime i mean Next month, there's not that much summer left. Um, and that book is We Ride Upon Sticks Ooh. by Quan Berry. But you and know I what? I the... feel like we're
0: also going to buddy read Manual for Cleaning Women now that you're giving me your copy. That's
1: true, but that'll be in the fall. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. You're right. At the very earliest. um So, wow, that's so fun. I can't wait for all these buddy reads. We're going to bother everyone by reading the exact same books no, it's on the great. podcast it's all great. the time. <laughs> but yeah, so We Ride right Upon Sticks. I got the beautiful pink paperback edition. Um my god it's so pretty mm. i love this book so much just aesthetically it's incredible and um this one was one that you actually talked about on last week's episode yeah. as a book that we would both enjoy because it's about sports it's coming of age is it boarding school i think it might well be a- i know it's school. school i don't know if it's, it's, school. it's like a, That's school, fine. I don't it's a, a care school sports
0: team of school. a girls a field hockey team
1: yeah and it takes place in the 80s and it has to do with witchy stuff I like there's so many elements that are just so appealing to me me yeah and i think would be appealing to a lot of our listeners so um yeah. i'm really excited for us to read that book but um that was actually the reason i placed this particular order it was because I, I just wanted that book and then i went off the rails and got a couple of others while i was at it but yeah i really am excited to have that book and i'm gonna post a picture of these on our instagram it's just a beautiful stack of books yeah all kind of pinky curly, yes yeah 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 you showed me beautiful beautiful colors so anyway that's my book haul um so uh, what are we reading are we reading books right now
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i just wanted to add realine texted me and she was like i just want to let you know that i did buy we ride upon sticks and i was like <laughs> well that's only okay if you wait for me and we read it together and you were yeah, like i agree okay to Okay, yes, Raylene, let's jump into
1: what you're currently reading. Um, yes, ma'am. What, what, what you're reading? So I am currently reading two books, actually. I'm reading The Chosen and the Beautiful by Nevo, which as we all know, was one of my three like pre-order books that at the beginning of the year, when I said I was only gonna buy three new books <laughs> in the year, um, it was one of those ones. So yeah. <laughs> I'd be damned if I don't read it. Um, And yeah it's a great gatsby retelling so i thought it would be perfect to read in the summertime and so far it definitely is fitting that bill um it's a little weird though like i'm so far i'm not super loving the book Mm. i'm not disliking it by any means but it's kind of in some kind of weird in between zone at the moment i've only read like i don't know 50 to 70 pages i haven't read that much but the book kind of starts out with a scene that's actually straight out of the great gatsby where there's Jordan and a bunch of all the other main characters are all sitting down together and so that was like almost word for word like the dialogue was all this exact same mm-hmm. as The Great Gatsby you're just getting it from a different perspective um so that was really cool and I loved it obviously because it was like just reading The Great Gatsby from a different perspective so it was cool but then there's the whole other kind of other side of the book where it is about kind of magic and there's like demons in this world and <laughs> It's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet about throwing that kind of stuff into a Great Gatsby kind of setting. So we'll see. Like, I'm still too a little too early to say. So next time we record, I'll have finished the book and I can have a more fully formed opinion. But as of right now, I'm just like, hmm... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure. So, I'm reading that I'm also reading 100 Years of Solitude yeah. by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. This is our book club pick for this month or this time that we're in right now. And um yeah, I'm all, I'm not very far into that one either. So, I'm still just in the beginning stages. I'm about 50 pages into that one. And it's also kind of strange. It's <laughs> it's it's just so strange cuz sometimes I'm like what did that mean or like what did that really just happen um, like it's kind of it's kind of hard to like just getting into the groove of the book and understanding what is real right <laughs> totally also there's the aspect of the character names being a little bit confusing this is one of the few books i've ever read that actually has a family tree in the front of the book that i've actually referenced many many oh, times wow. while reading right. and i'm only 50 pages in right. because <laughs> It's like, dear God, I'm in for a rough ride. I think once I get into the flow and, like, understand who people are, it'll be fine. But there's basically, there's a man and he has three children and one of the children has the same first and middle name as him. Mm. So you have to be careful about that. And then the other guy is, like, a colonel and sometimes they call him colonel and sometimes they call him by his first name. And it's just like, ah, so... It can it can be a little disorienting, but other than that, I am enjoying it. Like the story is interesting. Cool. It's about this strange little family kind of founding their own town mm. and then the people gathering there and like the the people who pass through and stuff. So it, it it's very interesting and I'm I'm curious to see where it goes and like what has made this such a long-lasting, you know, novel that that people still enjoy. So I am very curious to see what this book has to offer and I'm sure it'll have lots to lots to discuss in our book club episodes so that's cool i won't i probably won't say too much as i read it but i so far am enjoying it even if i'm a little confused that's awesome
0: i uh yeah as everyone knows i was like the next book i read is supposed to be on a sunbeam by tilly walden because that's the book you Mm -hmm. picked for me and yeah. I haven't started it yet, but I don't feel like that's a real problem because I haven't read anything else. I read Wild <laughs> and um I had to read Wild because we'd already prior we'd done a prior commitment to do it's Wild. True. And so I still plan on reading On a Some Beam as like the next book I read. I just mm-hmm. haven't read anything else. Um I'm I'm yeah. currently also reading the the other two books for our Books Unbound movie. So
1: yeah honestly a on it's gonna right be now. like
0: 18 years before i read on a sunbeam because then i have to read 100 years of solitude <laughs> <laughs> so i will keep everyone... it'll be a nice break
1: when you yeah. get to finally read on a sunbeam it'll be a breath of fresh air hopefully.
0: yeah it will be it totally will be so it's kind of funny though that like i keep meaning to read it in my head i'm like oh yeah the next book i need to read is on a sunbeam but then i'm like after i read those other two books in a hundred years of solitude and that other book and that other book and i'm like
1: oh no (laughs) oh no what have we done to ourselves (laughs) all right well uh let's jump into some book news
0: i have two little pieces of book news for you Mm. the first one is and i think I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before but now we have a lot more details about it Stephanie Perkins book uh, (laughs) I'm typing Stephanie Perkins into because I forgot the name of the book (laughs) Stephanie Perkins there's someone inside your house is being turned into a Netflix movie very nice yeah so that's really cool Um, it's coming out this year yes it says it's coming out 2021 And the cast is all completely cast. Um, I don't know anyone in the cast, but of course that doesn't mean anything. I'm out of touch, especially with, with the young teens. So we'll see. For some reason... I feel like I remember it saying, seeing somewhere that it was going to come out in October, but now I'm not seeing that anywhere. So I'm like, did I make Uh-oh. that up? And I just thought that because it's like, it's a slasher film.
1: Yeah. So it's like, it seems like it would be October.
0: My, yeah. It seems like it would be October. But, oh, it says from the producer of Stranger Things.
1: No way. Yeah, Netflix That's original thing
0: very happy for stephanie perkins that she got this just because i we loved her so much as teenagers and her books like *Anne and the french kiss and Little and the boy mm. next door were some of our all-time faves also i'm just scrolling through the imdb here and it says that um it was filmed in vancouver hmm. you, oh it's the second unit filmed in manitoba wait a minute
1: <laughs> wow so, Wouldn't it be funny if we were like, surprise, we're in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not only am I in an Emmy-nominated television series, I'm also the star of Netflix's new teen drama. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. The uh. other piece of news that I have was breaking news, Raylene. Well, Ooh. again, actually, I think I might have talked about it on the podcast before. Okay. But now we have a lot more information. And okay. it is that emily st john mandel's next book is titled sea of tranquility and it has a cover okay really i can't wait to show you this look at this (gasps) is that showing up good yeah it's nice it looks very similar to the station 11 vibes you know Mm -hmm. um so not only is the cover beautiful but she wrote this good morning my sixth novel is called sea of tranquility it will be published next april i would be so grateful if you consider pre-ordering and then she says sea of tranquility is about time travel pandemics work long book tours family and the simulation hypothesis you know the simulation hypothesis, really? Oh, the idea that we, live a, that, that we live in a simulation. Oh, ah. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Um, which, honestly, the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, maybe, man, maybe. <laughs> um, a friend told me to stop referring to the book as deranged, but look, I wrote it in 2020, she says. So <laughs> it looks really beautiful. It sounds really cool. And, of course, I don't want to, you know, you never want to box people in. But it is really exciting to hear that she's writing a, a pandemic book. Because Station yeah. Eleven is like we the do like pandemic
1: that. book. Yeah. So
0: yeah, those are my little pieces of news. Not not, not, not huge, fun. not a busy week, but some cool, cool little perks. Very interesting. All right. It's time for your book holds. What do you got?
1: Hell yeah. So this book holds is kind of fun because I actually bought the book <laughs> that I this like decided to talk about I kind of decided to choose it for book olds after I'd picked it up but this is a book that came out in I believe 1991 no 1992 and I've been like it's been on my radar for a few years I think I discovered it through looking looking through Goodreads and whatnot and anyhow the book is called Boy's Life by Robert McCammon and it's kind of like Imagine a Stephen King book that was written by someone else. I think that's kind Mm. of what this book is. It's like a coming of age kind of... Potentially supernatural, spooky um, type of situation. It's about a eleven or twelve year old boy, and I'm not sure exactly what kicks off the plot, but there's something about his father, and I'm just like, ooh, it sounds spooky and cool, and it gets the most amazing reviews. Like if you look this book up on Goodreads or Amazon or whatever, it has like a four point three or four point wow. four average rating, like very, very high. That's awesome, and. It just sounds so cool i read a bunch of reviews as well before we recorded and so many people just kind of the thing that they're always saying is it just reminded them of being a kid like oh. the book really takes you back to that nostalgic feeling of being a kid just riding around on your bike all summer long and like staying out until it gets dark and then going home or whatever mm. and hanging out with friends and like it just sounds so up my alley mm-hmm. um like it's just perfectly my type of book because it i love coming-of-age stories to begin with but it also sounds like stephen king and i love stephen king it sounds like it which is my favorite stephen king book right i've been wanting something similar to it so i feel like anybody out there who is a fan of stephen king and hasn't heard of this book should really look into it because i think it's perfect for us king fans (laughs) so yeah that's what i got well
0: we've made it to the end of our podcast lucky us go team (laughs) i'm very tired now (laughs) (laughs) the uh the Tylenol I took right before the episode I think that's kicked in now Aileen and I think I'm very very sleepy so thank you again to everyone for listening this was a fun episode actually I had a lot of fun chatting with you again Mm -hmm. whenever we do these late night episodes it feels like a little slumber party or something it does have a different vibe it's a different vibe for sure Uh, I I go on more tangents and that's saying something (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) Um, once again, if you're interested in getting our mug, it's available now. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, that's linked in the show notes. And if you want to participate in our book club, the details are also in our show notes. So we're going to go off to record our Patreon mini podcast. Ah Ahem, my throat is killing me. And today I'm going to ask you kind of a weird question, Raylene. Oh, God. If this one just literally occurred to me right now. I don't even know. I'm going to just jump on it. What Thanks. character names would make good pet names? Ooh, I love this question. <laughs> so we're going to go record that for our patrons. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. And we'll talk to you
1: next week. Bye. Bye.